1: Grape Nuts and Grape Nuts Flakes program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Dennis Day, Rochester and yours truly, Don Wilson. You've all heard the expression let your conscience be your guide, of course. Well, right now, Uncle Sam is asking every one of us to pledge his conscience to his country to help food fight for freedom. So let's all produce and conserve Share and play square with today's food. Don't patronize black markets. Buy no rationed foods without giving up the proper stamps. And eat more of the foods that are plentiful, thrifty, and unrationed, such as cereals. Delicious, molly-rich grape nuts and grape nuts flakes, for instance. Two swell cereals that are not only thrifty and unrationed, but bring you grand whole grain nourishment. And you'll find grape nuts and grape nuts flakes bring you an extra bonus. They bring you plenty of real enjoyment, too. Grape nuts, crisp and crunchy. Grape nuts flakes, delicate toasty brown flakes. So help food fight for freedom, friends. Let your conscience be your guide. And let thrifty, nutritious grape nuts and grape nuts flakes help you on your way. Hours and take you to Jack Benny's house. It's Christmas night, and Jack is expecting a few of his friends over. It's about a quarter to eight, and Rochester is preparing for the arrival of the guests.
0: I'm gonna buy a paper doll that I can call my own, a doll that other fellows cannot steal. Mm, this living room hasn't been clean in weeks. I think I'll surprise Mr. Benny and dust it. Well, that's done. And those flirty, flirty guys with their flirty, flirty eyes. Gee, the ball sure is a nice Christmas tree. Only it seems to be leaning a little. I better get down on my knees and straighten the top <laughs> <laughs> of oh, I'll take the and I can call my. Uh oh. Look what I discovered here behind this curtain Mr. Benny's box of cigars. Mmm, mmm, they sure look tempting. No, I guess I better not. <laughs> But I don't think he counts them anymore. There ain't no notches on the lid. Should I or shouldn't I? Get thee behind me, Satan! I can't reach the box with you standing in front of me. No, I won't. Oh well, I'll take just one. There. I guess I'll take another one. Satan enjoys smoking too. Well, now, i better sweep up a little bit. I'm gonna buy a paper doll that I can call my own. A doll that other fellows cannot steal. Attaboy, Sadie. <laughs> well, Rochester! Rochester, what are you doing? Just dusting around a bit. Okay, I'll be right down. Hmm, i better go in the next room and get rid of this cigar.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna buy a paper doll that I can call my own. A, A doll that color can cannot steal. steal. What was that? Must be an echo. An echo that sings harmony? <laughs> oh, well, it's Christmas. And the flirty, flirty guys. But... Hmm, I, I smelled cigar smoke. Oh, Rochester! Yes, boy! <laughs> what is this I'm smelling? Chanel number five! Rochester, come here. Now, Rochester, any time you want a cigar on Christmas, just ask me for it. Hey, I think our guests are beginning to arrive. Isn't that Miss Livingston's car pulling up? Yeah, I'll go to the door, boss. No, Rochester, I'll go. I'm going to surprise Mary. I got some mistletoe over the door, and the minute she comes in, I'm going to kiss her. Shh, quiet. Quiet. Do I get a Christmas present
3: besides?
2: (laughs) Dennis, I thought it was Miss Livingston. Well, she drove me over here, and she's parking the car. Oh, darn it. I hung that mistletoe up there especially for Mary. I wanted the kiss to be a surprise for her. Go on. You trap me this way every year. (laughs) Oh, quiet. I wanted Mary to get the kiss. Hey, she's coming up to walk now. Get in here, quick. She didn't see the mistletoe, so there was still time. Now, be quiet, Dennis. Dennis, I was supposed to do that.
4: <laughs>
2: For heaven's sake.
4: Hello, Jack. Merry Christmas.
2: Same to you, Mary. Give me a kiss. There.
4: Jack, I was hoping for a white Christmas, not a wet one.
2: Oh, you liked it, all right. Say, Mary, come on in the living room. I want to show you how I got things fixed up.
4: Okay. Oh, by the way, I sent my maid, Butterfly, to help out. Is she here?
2: Yep, she's in the kitchen.
4: Say, you have got the room fixed up nice. It looks swell.
2: It sure does. And, Mary, do you like the Christmas tree? Oh,
4: Jack, it's very pretty, and I don't think the year in the garage hurt it a bit. <laughs>
2: it didn't. And you know how it is, Mary. These days, you have to conserve trees and wrapping paper and things like that.
4: I know, but don't you think you're overdoing this conserving business? What do you mean? After all, Jack, using an old toupee for a welcome mat...
5: I mean, it
2: isn't an old toupee.
4: Oh, no? Every time somebody wipes their feet on it, you have to run out and comb it again.
0: Mary, stop clowning. Say, it? boss, if you're expecting guests, you better get Mr. Billingsley out of the house. Today, he's crazier than ever.
2: He is not.
0: Well, right now, he's in his room wrapping up a Christmas present for you, and he's wrapping it in wallpaper.
2: Oh, what's he giving me? A wall! <laughs> Well, we can use one in the bathroom. There. Say, uh, Mary, come in. I wonder who that is. Hello, Mary. you, Jackson. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Bill. Merry Christmas. Bill. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. And say, you brought your band with you. That's swell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they're here, but you'd think they're, they're coming to a party. They'd dress up a little. What are you talking about? They shaved, didn't they? <laughs> yes, but why aren't they wearing shirts? Well, that's where they shave. They want people to see you. <laughs> Well, your guitar player shaved two clothes. as a rib sticking out there. <laughs> anyway, take the boys in the next room and they can set up their instrument. Okay. Oh, by the way, Phil, maybe the boys would like to have a drink first. No, as long as they're here in the house, they might as well stay.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Phil, they don't have to go out for it. There's a big bowl of punch in the next room. Punch? Okay. Come on, fellas, punch. Oh. <laughs> Say, Mary, let's, um... Gee, there must be some more of the gang. I'll get it, boss. probably Claudette Colbert or Barbara Stanwyck or Ann Southern.
4: You'd be happy if it was Lassie coming home.
2: <laughs> now, wait a minute. I've invited a oh, lot.
0: Oh, Mr. Benny! Mr. Benny, your writers are here.
2: My writers? Well, let them in. The front way! Of course. <laughs> Hello, fellas. Come on in. And okay,
5: now go to
2: the den, fellas. And when you finish tomorrow's script, you can join the party. Me, too, Mr. Benny. Why, certainly. Wait a minute, I only have four writers. Who are you? I'm the guy who writes for them. (laughs) Oh. Oh, so that's how I get my joke. Uh Uh-huh. It ain't no picnic, I can tell you that. They beat me and kick me and twist my arm to force witticisms out of me. (laughs) They beat you and kick you? Yeah, and that ain't all. They tie me in a the chair. Then the first guy shines a bright light in my eyes. The second guy blows cigarette smoke in my face to torment me. And the third guy says, give us a joke or we'll send you back to Harvard. That's terrible. A fine bunch of... Say, wait a minute. What does my fourth rider do? Oh, he stands behind me and hits me over the head with a blackjack. Oh. Oh, well, as long as they're all working. <laughs> I wish you'd fired those guys. Well. Except the one that hits me over the head with the blackjack. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I knew the boys were turning in pretty good stuff, but I didn't think they had help. Well, anyway, go on in with the rest of the boys and finish the script. Hey, Phil, Phil. Yeah, Jackson. Let's get this party going. How about some music? Okay. I had to get something to get him away from that proof, you know. (laughs) pretty good in here. Yeah.
4: Jack, you ought to uh, get the food out. Is it ready yet?
2: Well, I think Butterfly should have it prepared by now. Well,
4: let's go out in the kitchen and see how she's getting along. Okay. Hello, Butterfly. How's everything going? Oh, fine, Miss Livingston.
2: Now, Butterfly, did you put the long stemmed glasses on the table like I told you to? Yes, sir. What about the bucket with the ice cubes in it?
0: I took care of that, boss. Here it is. And I put the bottle in the bucket of ice.
2: Yes, the bottle's okay. Uh Uh-huh, there's enough cracked ice around it. Now, put a clean napkin over it. And, Butterfly, just before you serve it, you're supposed to turn it slowly in the ice. Like this.
4: See? Oh, boy, what you go through for a bottle of (laughs) Pepsi-Cola.
2: Well, Mary, I want everything to be perfect. eh?
4: I know. Now, Butterfly, when the guests are at the table, you serve from the left and take away the dishes from the right. Hmm? I said you must serve from the left and take away from the right. Oh, well, okay, if you're superstitious. (laughs) Hmm. No, no, Butterfly, it's not a superstition. That's just the right way to do it, according to Emily Post. Oh. Was she your last maid?
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> butterfly, we'll explain it to you some other time. Come on, Mary, let's go.
4: Oh, Miss Livingston? Yes? Please, could I be able to leave right after I serve tonight? I have a date. Why, Butterfly, you have a boyfriend?
2: <laughs> oh, come on, Butterfly, tell us. Have you really got a boyfriend?
4: Mm-hmm. He's in the army.
2: Oh. Private?
5: No, I split him with another girl. <laughs>
2: Well, I'll
4: be... All right, Butterfly, you can leave as soon as you finish serving. Come on, Jack.
2: Hey, Jackson, we're waiting. How about the grub, Bob? It's coming, it's coming. Say, Don, when did you get
1: in? Oh, just a minute ago. And, Jack, I want to thank you for the bonus you gave me for Christmas. Well,
2: I couldn't think of anything to buy, and I know cash always comes in handy. What'd you do with it, Don? What did
1: I do with it? You see this diamond stick pin in my necktie? Yes. Well, I took your bonus, added a little of my own money to it, and bought the tie. <laughs>
2: I knew it would come in handy. Come on, Don, let's join the gang. We'll sing and play games and have some fun till the food's ready.
4: Say, Jack, here comes that screwy border of yours.
2: Oh, yes. Hello, Mr. Billingsley. Good evening, Mr. Benny. Having a merry Christmas, I see. We're celebrating. Um, would you uh, would you care to join us? Oh, no, thanks, Mr. Benny. I must be running along. I've got to drive into town. Drive? But, Mr. Billingsley, you haven't got a car. I haven't? No. <laughs> My, and all the money I've spent on parking lots. Hmm. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. Of what? I wish I was a sleigh bell in honor of Chris Pringle. I jump upon my pogo stick and jingle, jingle, jingle. (laughs) Say, say, that's very good. I wrote a poem for Thanksgiving, too, but we didn't have a turkey, so I ate it. (laughs) I see. Well, goodbye, Mr. Benny. Goodbye. Well, naturally, at your age. Guy.
4: Come on, Jack. Let's join the crowd. You said we were going to play games and everything.
2: Yeah. Well, is everybody having Shh. a good time? Quiet,
4: now? Jack. Dennis is going to sing for the gang.
2: Oh, he is? Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, yes.
2: was very, very good. You sang those carols beautifully.
0: Sandwiches, sandwiches, here you are. Come and oh, get them. Oh, boy, boy. Hey, take it easy.
2: Take it easy, folks. Hey, fellas. what kind of sandwiches are they? Thin ones. Oh. <laughs> they are not. Now, look, fellas, those sandwiches. Now, who can that be? Come in. Hey, look who it is. Gonna
5: Andy DeVine. Andy DeVine.
2: Merry Christmas, Andy. Merry Christmas, Christmas. Andy. Oh, God. Well, Andy, this sure is a surprise. You know, we haven't seen you since last Christmas. Yes, sir. It must be six or seven
5: months.
2: (laughs) Well, come on, Andy. Grab yourself a bite to eat, and then we're going to play games and have some fun.
0: Hey, wait a minute, Buck. Ma sent you a Christmas present. It's in this box.
2: Well, thanks, Andy. What is it?
0: Our pet Holman pigeon. You remember that silver
2: gray one? Oh, yeah, but gee, your ma was so fond of that pigeon.
0: Yeah, I know, Buck, but but she wants you to have it now. Well, won't she miss it? Yeah, but what's the difference? It died this morning.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, it's not the gift, it's the sentiment behind it that counts. Well, anyway, Andy, I'm glad you're here to liven up the party. Yes, sir. Hey, what's going on? Is somebody going to make a speech? Speech nothing. Me and Mary's going to sing a song. You and Mary, huh? Yeah, we're going to sing a duel. (laughs) A duel?
4: Bill, when two people sing, it's a duet.
2: Oh. Well, what is it when I sing by myself? Lousy. (laughs) Come on, let's have a song. No, let's play games. Yeah, 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 let's play play games. Let's play games. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. We'll take a vote. Who wants a song? Yeah, a song. Who wants to play games? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who wants to hear me play the violin? Well? Doggone it, audience, you crabbed a good joke. You see, and you fellas think I play lousy. That's so Nobody was supposed to applaud there. Well, anyway, the majority (laughs) rules.
4: But, Jack, nobody wants to hear you play. Quiet,
2: Mary. My vote is as good as theirs. (laughs) You know, I've been playing this song for years. Maybe i better learn a new one.
0: You ought to learn that one.
2: (laughs) Hey, this party's getting dull. We ought to do something to liven it up.
4: Oh, let's sing Jingle Bells. Okay, let's go. Jingle bells, jingle bells,
5: jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way.
1: Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Grape nuts, flakes, grape nuts, flakes, eat them night and day. Thrilled to get your fill of great nuts in your bomb bay. <laughs> toasty brown, toasty brown, munching crunchy too. They're malty-rich, sweet as a nut, in the thrifty buy on the 12-ounce economy-size package. They're yeah. a breakfast.
2: Will excuse me,
4: won't you? Oh, go answer the phone.
2: Hmm.
4: Hello. Hello, Jack.
2: Merry Christmas. Oh, hello, Gladys.
4: Hey, that's Jack's girlfriend, Gladys Abisco.
2: Well, Gladys, I'm waiting for you. Why aren't you here yet?
4: I'm sorry, Jack, but I can't
5: make it. Hilda didn't come to work today, so I have to wait on her tables too. <laughs>
3: Well,
2: Gladys, honey, even if you are waiting on Hilda's tables, that won't keep you busy all night, will it?
5: No, Poochie. Father, but when I get off, I'll be so tired, and I have to take two streetcars and a bus to get to your house.
2: But, Gladys, this is Christmas. Why don't you take a cab? You're getting Hilda's tips.
3: <laughs>
5: you know. I'm sorry, Rosebud.
2: Well... You can't. I guess you can't. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow night. I'll meet you at our usual rendezvous. All
5: right. Gee, I hope there's a full moon. It's so dark in the La Brea Tar Pits.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, see you there tomorrow night, Gladys. Goodbye.
5: Goodbye. Oh, honey. Yeah?
2: Don't forget to wear your hip boots. (laughs) Well, fellas, Gladys won't be here, so what do you say we... Hey, Rochester. Rochester. Yes, boss? Where is everybody? Have they gone home? No, boss. The party's just starting. They're all out in the backyard. Oh, good. What are they doing? Burying your violin. <laughs> burying my violin? Well, for goodness sake, you think that Miss Livingston would stop them.
0: Stop them? She was the head bear. <laughs> well,
2: I'll show them. Imagine burying my violin.
0: I'm sure glad I won't be hearing that thing anymore. I hope they bear that fiddle so deep, I'll ne- it'll never get out. Yes, sir. I'm going to buy a paper doll that I can call my own, a, a doll that other fellows, fellows cannot I steal. I steal. <laughs> oh, hello, Stink, Satan, you here again? Come on, boy, let's get some more of those cigars. <laughs>
1: Holiday season, the old poetic mood seems to be with me again tonight, as follows. J. Algernon Withers had a case of the dithers and lost all his zip by 11. Because this poor bloke neglected to stoke with the right kind of breakfast at (laughs) 7. There you are. How can a big, tall guy like J. Algernon expect to go out and do a good day's job on a canary bird breakfast? How can anybody start the day right, folks? started with a big tempting bowl of grape nuts or grape nuts flakes with milk and fruit. That gives you a swell, wide-awake treat. Crisp and refreshing and delicious. And it gives you just what dietitians say the adequate breakfast should include. Milk and fruit plus a cereal with whole grain nourishment. And I mean malty-rich grape nuts and grape nuts flakes do bring you whole grain nourishment. Plenty of it. Yes, eat a good breakfast, do a better job. And don't miss those two grand sweet as a nut cereals, Grape Nuts and Grape Nuts Flakes.
2: Well, folks, before we're back with you again next Sunday, it will be 1944. So on behalf of my cast, my sponsor, and myself... I want to extend to all of you in America and to all of our armed forces and allies everywhere, best wishes for a happy and victorious New Year. Good night, everybody. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition.